Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Hello, so I'm bringing you breaking news. The government have just released the levelling up white paper today. So the levelling up secretary, Michael Gove, uh, has released this. It's a document which, according to the government, will set out a plan to transform the UK by spreading opportunity and prosperity to all parts of it. That's their words, not mine. Now, I'd like to think we've heard these sort of things before, and I'm sure the devil will be in the detail, but let's take a little bit of a look as to what's been announced. So the white paper is going to set out a complete system change of how the government's work uh, will be implemented to level up the UK. So at the heart of this and making making an implementing policy, there's 12 bold national missions. And the aim is to achieve all of these by 2030. So in their words, it says this includes, by 2030, renters will have a secure path to ownership with the number of first-time buyers increasing in all areas. And the government's ambition is for the number of non-decent rented homes to have fallen by 50%, with the biggest improvements in the lowest performing areas. Now, this to me screams licensing as opposed to a landlord register. I've been banging on for a long time saying we're to expect national licensing to come in. And I mean, let's see the devil in the detail when we actually get round to reading the report. So among some of the other missions, though, we will see hundreds of thousands more people completing high skills training every year, um, gross disparities in health life expectancy narrowed, uh, the number of poor quality rental properties halved, and the most rundown town centres and communities across the country being rejuvenated, uh, a significant decrease in serious crime in the most blighted areas, and every part of England getting their London revolution deal if they wish. Now, what they mean by that is, I think, regional mayors. So that could be interesting for the North East. I quite like the idea of that. Uh, so among the various commitments pledged this morning, uh, the government has said it's going to support 20 of our towns and city centres, starting off with Wolverhampton and Sheffield. So they're going to undertake ambitious King's Cross style regeneration projects, transforming derelict urban sites into beautiful communities. Uh, the work's going to be spearheaded by Homes England, um, which will be repurposed to do so, uh, and it's going to help with the regeneration of towns and cities. Now, they've also got something called the 80-20 rule, which leads to 80% of government funding for housing supply being directed at maximum affordability areas. So, in practice, London and the South East will be scrapped. Now, that's quite interesting in itself, I think, because it means more people are going to actually get on the ladder at the bottom end by the sounds of it. So your first time buyer category. So that can only be good for the property market, I think, because that then kickstarts other people in the chain. So, you know, your people moving from a flat to a semi, your semi to a detached, you detached to a dream home. Uh, so much of the £1.8 billion brownfield funding is going to be diverted into transforming brownfield sites in the north as well as the Midlands. And they said that the metro mayors are going to be allocated £120 million of this funding. So it seems like there's some bold, bold statements here from the government. And I mean, not not too soon, should I say, either. I think we've needed these off the bat of COVID. It's going to bring some confidence to some areas that probably need a little bit of a, a kick up the backside and a bit of a helping hand along the way. So one of the things that is quite... Um, 
For me, I think quite frightening at the minute because I'm seeing the, the changes from a legislation point, but also, like I said, the devil's going to be in the detail on this. The government announced a plan for the first time ever that all homes in the private sector will have to meet a decent standard. Now, that part's fine in itself because, I mean, they've been talking about property MOTs for a long time now. And I mean, I feel like with the gas regs, the EPCs, the electrical safety standards, I mean, we're hitting all those boxes anyway for a decent landlord. If you're not, you probably shouldn't be in the business anyway. But it's this part that's, that, for me, is probably the frightening thing that I've listened to this morning. Is Section 21, no-fault evictions, will further be abolished. Now, it, if I look at their wording when they've released this, they say it's going to end the unfair situation where renters can be kicked out of their homes for no reason. Now, let's look at that for a second. Most people serve a Section 1 when they just want possession back of that property. They serve something like a Section 8 if there's been an issue with a tenant. So, I mean, I'm not quite sure how a Section 21 can be classed as unfair. And I mean, we've been through the court process for multiple landlords now. And I mean, I'm a bit worried about where this is going to lead because I also feel like the shoe is on the tenant's foot at the moment. They have all the rights. And I expect these, this to give them even more rights and make it even tougher to kick people out via the courts. And I mean, let's be honest, a landlord only ever kicks a tenant out if they don't pay their rent, they don't pay their prop maintain the property, or there's anti-social issues. So, I've been pissed off with this part, if I'm being completely honest with you, because I, I know what ripple effect this is probably going to have in my estate agency, in my own portfolio, and it's going to affect people who I know. So, bit of a, uh, bit of a nightmare, I think, potentially that bit. Next part is they're going to introduce a landlord register. So that's going to set out plans for crackdown on rogue landlords. That just sounds like licensing in another way to me. And I think it's going to be easier for them to bring it in by rebranding it or remarketing it. Um, because everywhere there's been a consultation to bring in licensing, it's been met with lawsuits by, you know, groups of landlords. Um, because, you know, the good landlords amongst us look after our properties. We look after our tenants, you know. It's a business for us at the end of the day. We're not, you know, trying to be slum landlords or anything like that. Um, and I mean, this for me is just, it's another tax, um, it's, it's another tax raising initiative by the government. So going to be interesting to see what happens in regards to the landlord register. And they say that they're going to make sure fines and bans stop repeat offenders leaving renters in terrible conditions. Now, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I was in a property that wasn't necessarily fit for purpose. I mean, every property has its own snagging and, you know, ongoing maintenance that needs done. But I mean, everybody seems to have their gas up to date. Everybody seems to have their electrical certificates up to date. Properties seem to be free of trips, trip hazards and, you know, safety issues. There's, you know, there's no problems with non-fire resistant furniture being in the properties now. So, I mean, I'm a little bit miffed as to what they're going to do here. And I mean, I can see it leading to a national licensing scheme, to be honest with you. Um, so within the other sort of initiatives that are in there, so they're saying home ownership is going to be boosted due to a new £1.5 billion levelling up home building fund. Um, now, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what comes off the back of that because the government have failed to meet that quota for new houses that they've required for a lot of years now. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to necessarily be oversupplied with new build properties. Uh, although it does seem like they're building everywhere we are right now. Um, so what I am interested to say here, and which I think is ridiculous that it's took this long to come in, is the new social housing regulation bill. 
which is going to deliver upon the commitments the government made following the Grenfell tragedy. But I mean, actions speak louder as the words. They need to pull that finger out and do something. I mean, how many properties across this country still have the likes of Clanton that is a real fire hazard? Now, I mean, they want us as landlords to maintain our properties, but they're not putting the onus on these big developers who built these big blocks of apartments that could go up in flames at any point. So, come on, Michael, go pull your finger out, mate. Um, so... His words, you know, speaking about Michael Gove, he said, The United Kingdom is an unparalleled success story. We have one of the world's biggest and most dynamic economies. Ours is the world's most spoken language. And we've produced more Nobel Prize winners than any country other than America. So, I mean, we haven't produced more than every other country ever. Um, but not everyone shares equally in the UK's success. I would have to agree with that, by the way. Um, for decades, too many communities have been overlooked and undervalued. As some areas have flourished, others have been left in a cycle of decline. The UK has been a jet firing on only one engine. The levelling up and this white paper is about ending this historic injustice and calling time on the postcode lottery. This will not be an easy task and it won't happen overnight, but our 12 new national levelling up missions will drive real change in towns and cities across the UK so that where you live will no longer determine how far you go. I mean, I think that's a lot of horseshit in all fairness. I mean, yes, they're going to try to balance, you know, the economy so we're not London-centric, but, I mean, they've said themselves that a lot of these funds that are going to be utilised and used, they're just diverting money from one fund to another. So it's not necessarily new money, so don't let them fool you there. Um, and I think just, just, you know, reflecting on this, I mean... It's all good and well, these initiatives coming out. We need to see them make some differences in our communities. I mean, I think we're going to see that in towns like Middlesbrough, Redcar, Blythe in the northeast, Places that have been really, really hit by the lack of industry. I mean, the shipyards closing, the coal mines closing. So, I mean, we're harking back 40, 50, 60 years for shipbuilding yards closing and coal mines closing. So, I mean, it's a long time coming, but... My thoughts are this is going to go nowhere near as far as it should. Um, you know, just the fact that we're, how far the HS2 line was going, it's not making its way all the way up in Newcastle. So, I mean, you know, they're not necessarily delivering on what that word say. So it'll be interesting to see what their actions do. Now, let us know what your thoughts are in the comments or, you know, let us know across social media. Drop us a message. I'm interested to know what you think of this. Have a look into it a bit more detail. Like I said, there is 12 points that they're looking to bring in, all by 2030. So, I mean, we're going to see a period of action, I would like to think, for the next five or six years. And hopefully that helps us as property investors and as landlords. My gut feeling tells us we've got a couple of changes around the corner, though. So, brace yourselves, guys and ladies. And thank you very much for listening today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, probably one of my usual rants. So, I'm sorry if I swore or I was you know, off tangent at any point, but thank you for listening. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories, and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares.